Thanks, Greg. Hi, everyone. <laughs> okay, we've got a, a fair bit to get through in, in such a short time. There are three aspects of integration that I'd like to talk about today. First up, uh, permission management triggers. Uh, we've developed a system to work with Toolbox to automate the creation of directories on your web server and set permissions on those directories so that a system administrator doesn't have to be involved in the creation of each of those directories and giving the right people permission to edit the right files. Any network administrators in the room? Cool, enough. Okay, um, directory synchronisation tools. Um, we work with lots of clients who manually enter student details into their databases. That can be a bit of a tedious process. Um, lately or recently we've been developing a set of tools to automate that process um, so that we can take all of your student data from an existing LDAP or Active Directory uh, installation or indeed a, a custom application. So we can create a connector if you have an application with a database that already has all of those details, we can get that, that data out and pop it into Toolbox automatically for you. And thirdly, integrated logon options. Nobody likes to be... Um, to have to remember five different passwords to get into different systems. So there are a number of ways that we can automate the logon process so that users don't ever have to know or enter their username and password into Toolbox. If they're already logged into another system, we can take that authentication and automatically log them into to Toolbox. So firstly, permission management fun. Permissions on what? As you've seen in, in Julie's presentation, um, there are two sides to, to creating a course in Toolbox. One part of it is to create the, the database structure and the sequence of learning objects. Another part is to be able to upload all of your files that you want to present onto the server. So the permission management fund I'm talking about here is the, the permission to write to a directory on the server to upload. You need another account for that. Uh, there are permissions set on the file system on your web server and you'll know if you've uploaded files, if you've authored in Toolbox, you'll, you'll get another dialog box popping up saying, what's your password? Now, that can be confusing for people. They don't realise that it's actually a separate account from what they've logged into Toolbox with. So um, we've kept that in mind when developing these tools. Uh, to make sure that the, the same username and password is used to log into Toolbox and to log into the, the file server to authenticate to upload files. Um, the typical process at the moment for a lot of our users is to have a network administrator, uh, well, for the user to contact the help desk, fill in a form to say, I want to apply to have a directory created on the server and I'll need permission to modify files within that directory and then that'll go to a system administrator and when there's time to work through the queue they'll create the directory and apply the appropriate permissions. 
And that can, that can be tedious and it make, makes it difficult to move quickly to, to put some courses online. Um, it also makes it a bit more tedious to try and delegate the ability to modify courses out to, to teachers who need that. Um, the other, another scenario that we have with a lot of, or had with a lot of hosted customers is that we would give them front page server extensions. Does anyone use front page server extensions? Does anyone like them? No, I, I don't. Um, so, with the Janison Toolbox permission management tools, we can automate the whole process of creating directories, assigning permissions, creating user accounts for people and making sure that the passwords are synced between their toolbox login and their active directory NT account that has the ability to write to the file server. What that means for you is that you can, if you're an administrator, you can hand over the management of all of that to the people who, who know their teachers and who are responsible for deciding who authors what, who gets to create which courses and modules. So what does it do? Um, the permission management tools intercept changes in the toolbox permissions. They check to see if there's a matching Windows account and they can create the, the user accounts if they're, they're not there, using all of the details from the, the toolbox account. That's an optional um, setting. So for those of you in, in TAFE, for instance, who have active directories already with accounts for everyone, you can turn off that synchronisation feature and it will just use the existing accounts if it finds it. Once it's worked out which account it's using, if it's, if it's found an account, it'll go to the directory that you've specified for your discipline or your course or your module on the server and it'll give that, grant that person modify rights on that directory. So from that point on, without ever having to look at the file management tools or the security tools in Windows, they have the, the appropriate rights on those directories. The system will also remove rights. If you revoke permissions from a user to a discipline or a course or a module, the system will, will take those rights back off of the file system again. Okay. Um, and as I mentioned, it, it keeps the Windows password synced with the LMS's password. So if you change your toolbox password, again, that's, that's listed as optional. If you change your toolbox password, the Active Directory password is changed to match. So there's, there's no confusion over having to have different accounts. Okay. Now, here's the bit where I'm going to tempt fate by doing a demonstration. Okay, here's one I prepared earlier. Okay, first of all, I'm looking on a server at the moment. So what I'm looking at here is a very empty toolbox server. Um, there's absolutely no content on it right now. And the directory we're looking at is the root directory for the website.
Okay. In this other window, I've, I have a, an active directory structure. So I can see I've created different OUs, organisational units, that contain accounts. Well, there's some, some more. So we'll be coming back and having another look at this also with importing tools. And most importantly, I have toolbox, I hope. Okay, with any luck, yes. There's very little on this server right now, but I'm going to go into Toolbox Explorer. And I, I have no disciplines here. So as a Toolbox administrator, I can create new disciplines. a directory on the file server where all of the files will go for the courses and modules that get put into that. I can insert that. And then grant some permissions to that directory or to that discipline. So, I'm picking an existing user account. Now, assigning that permission has done a few things. It has checked the Active Directory to see if there's a matching account for that user. In this case, I tried this earlier and, and didn't delete the account, so I'd found an existing account. It went to have a look at the, the file system on the server, created a new directory because it didn't find it there, and assigned permissions. So, lo and behold... There's a directory there. And when I look at the security, here we go. If I log in as this demo author account now, It's suggesting a, a pretty reasonable directory name to put the initial files for that course into. And I'll add a module.
Now, the first time I go to open this, it's going to need to write some files to the, the hard drive. using the same username and password that I did to log into Toolbox. There we go. What could be easier or more fun? We can, we can create additional accounts on the education one and keep them synced up if you like. Um, this gentleman was just talking before about two different networks, the learning management systems on the education network, but all the work's done on administration. That's usually the case because we, um, I'm from TAFE, so um, that's how it runs, education yep. and admin, and they don't physically see each other. But what I'm asking here is I found that when I create, give permissions to uh, my teachers, they're, they're not able to authenticate with the same username and password. Is this because of the fact that they're on two different networks? Is the guys at the back end of the work, they have to physically create folders under the Active Directory structure uh -huh. with another username or same username and password before the teachers can authenticate. By okay, default, so, as you showed so, here, they can't. So your toolbox server is on the admin or the education the network? The toolbox um, is on the education network. Okay. In, in that case, I'd recommend that you have Toolbox create the user accounts and you let the, the teachers log in with their Toolbox credentials and when they're prompted for a username and password, um, they'll just key in the same Toolbox username and password that they logged in with. So pretty much like what you saw there. It doesn't let them through. Uh, we need to, to take that to support, I think, because it should be possible for that sure. to happen. Sure, okay. Thanks. Cool. I'm glad you asked that, Rick. Okay, the um, first question was um, how, 
how do I, how do, I do this with a batch file? We have a, a VB script, actually, that you can schedule to run to automatically run through the database and reapply each of the permissions that exist on toolbox objects in the database. And that's, that's good just in case something's gotten out of, out of whack or if you've already got a, a system in place with courses and modules and you want to, to apply all of those permissions first time around. Okay, so that can happen. We also have, um, as I'm sure you're aware, some CSV import tools, and the CSV importer tools can be used to apply permissions to disciplines, courses, and modules. So you're able to create a spreadsheet or you know, export from another system or whatever you want to set those permissions up in Toolbox, and the act of setting them in Toolbox will apply them to the file system as well. Okay. As for the student stuff we were talking about, um, you won't need any permissions specifically granted for what we were discussing earlier. Cool. Okay. So on to directory sync. Um, we've been developing a synchronization process that you can run on a, on a server or on a, a third machine to synchronise your toolbox database or databases with multiple sources. So I can pull a set of users from an, an Active Directory OU and another set of users from an LDAP directory back onto the same server if I need to. And I can, can pull them from all different sorts of locations within those directories based on some rules. Um, when I set up the directory synchronisation import process, I've, I've got a fully customizable interface there, so you, you're not stuck with whatever we thought was a good idea at the time. You can go in and, and map different fields in your, your directories, your user directories, to different toolbox uh, fields. So you can decide if, if there's an attribute in your, your LDAP directory for which, which part of the organisation um, the user is from, then you can decide that you'll pull that out and stick it into the toolbox organisation field. Um, you could also use it to synchronise to non-toolbox databases if, for some, if, if you have some other system that you also want to synchronise with the same information, then uh, we're quite happy to actually point at that different database and write the data out to that third party app as well. Our directory sources at the moment are LDAP, Lightweight Directory Access Protocol. And LDAP's commonly found in education institutions, uh, I've seen, as part of um, directories of teachers and student accounts. Um, it's also uh, the directory used by Novell servers, so if you're a Novell shop, then this is a way we can synchronise with all of your Novell information. Uh, ADSI, um, that stands for Active Directory Services Interface, I think, um, and is, is the way of accessing a, a Microsoft network. So if you use uh, a Microsoft server at work or at home, then that's the means we can connect to um, your, your Windows servers and pull out all of the account information and pop it in the toolbox. 
And we can also create custom connectors. So if you have a third-party application, we can write a, a, a DLL, a piece of code, to go and, and talk to a different database and pull all of the information out of that custom application or custom database and pop it into toolbox. Okay. So, oh, and here's a picture. <laughs> okay. Okay. Another very exciting thing that we can do with directory services now, and for, for people being hosted by us, you'll be very glad to hear that we can do that with SOAP. Um, SOAP is Simple Object Access Protocol. And basically the upshot is, is that we use a web service and we can do all of this synchronisation over the internet without having to open up anything special on your firewalls. Um, most organisations will be able to just run this out of the box, put it on a machine um, on your, your LAN and synchronise up your toolbox database with it. So if you've got 5,000 students in your Active Directory and you don't feel like keying them in, come and see us and we can get you a copy of directory services and, and, and you won't ever have to key in another user again. Okay. Changing phone for a second time today. Okay. So here's the server I uh, was working on earlier. We've got three user accounts on it at the moment. I'm just firing up the directory synchronization program. It's normally much quicker than this. It's a, a virtual server I'm running. And I need a faster laptop. Here we go. This is the application, exciting stuff. How many users are we synchronising out of your LDAP, Di? 33,000 users. And it takes about 10 minutes to run through that full process if we import them all, 33,000 users. It's cool. Okay, in here I have a couple of directories listed. We need to make one entry for each, so I've told the directory synchronization app that I can connect to an LDAP server, and I'm actually running a, a Linux machine here with an LDAP directory running on it, and um, my local domain is called foo, so I've, I've told it that we can synchronize with the foo active directory. And on this screen here, I've specified two different toolbox databases. One is the server that we're looking at, and another one is actually remote. That's my website hosted in Sydney. And um, we can connect and um, synchronise that via web services. I can define some different translations depending on the different directories. So... Here I've specified two different translations, one for the ADSI and one for the LDAP. And I can see here's the business end where we, we map 
the toolbox fields to the, the Active Directory fields to, to say which information to pull out and where to stuff it. Now you'll see a number of warnings go past. That's mainly because I've mapped a, a whole heap of different attributes um, and we don't have information on the, the country and office phone number and so on for a lot of the users I'm importing there. That's finished. Now I would normally schedule this to happen say once an hour or once a day, however often I, I want to make sure I'm synchronised. And I can also make sure the system only pulls updated accounts. Ta-da! So, um, am I, how, how long till afternoon two? I just want to make you look at each of the slides that I prepared. <laughs> okay, very, very quickly, there are, there are different authentication methods we can use. We can log in with Windows authentication that's built into the system and it's a very simple setting to tell Toolbox to allow anybody who authenticates with the Windows authentication, username and password, to trust that they're the same person that it finds in the Toolbox directory. I can now do the same thing with an LDAP directory. Again, it's, it just requires a, a setting to be made in um, Toolbox 6.22 and I can allow users to authenticate directly against an LDAP directory. And I can use something called pass-through authentication. If I have a custom application, I can actually set up a page in my custom application, usually it's a web application but not always, that will um, verify what the user's um, logon is and then pass through with uh, a, a simple encryption uh, or form of encryption uh, those credentials to the toolbox server so that the user gets logged in automatically. If you'd like any more information, go and have a look up on our, our website. You'll find some documents on the permission management tools. Uh, and you can feel free to call Janison on the number there. We've got a 1300 number now. Um, and tell us what, what the lay of the land is where you are, and we'll be able to build a solution for you. Now... Of course you get some champagne. Um, most of us just click add new course, add new learner and don't really realise what's going on in the background um, of these sort of systems. Um, there's probably half a million lines of code or more um, that make this kind of stuff work and it's people like Mick that make it happen. Um, it is amazing technology what sits behind this very simple thing, add new course. Um, and as I said before, I mean, there's a lot of management information systems out there. This is one small tool that will make that integration of data um, a lot, lot simpler and stop that repetition of data entry. Um, so, Mike, yes, you do get a bottle of wine. Thank you very much. 
and Michael will be out the front and around for the next couple of days. Sorry? I think he's earned it, all right? I mean, he's got a little badge of honour there. I think uh, he's done enough late nights to get at least one bottle of wine out of the company. Okay, we will take the full half hour for afternoon tea, so we'll see you back here in half an hour's time. On the way out, just talk about how many management information systems or how many times you store somebody's name, address and phone number in your organisation.